Ghana's private sector growth remains solid, while Uganda's private sector PMI is at an over two-year high. From over 924 cities, 122 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. SMEs play a crucial role in achieving targeted rates for economic growth and employment figures across Africa. However, the success of SMEs has been hampered by harsh tax regimes that are viewed as stifling the operating environment of SMEs. Peter Chambadde, partner and head of the Tax and Regulatory Services Business Unit of KPMG in Uganda, joins us for this episode to discuss tax incentives for SMEs. So when we look at uh, our tax regime within East Africa, there is a view that uh, it is not very sensitive to the small and medium enterprises, uh, given the fact that uh, many of the small and medium enterprises are in the process of trying to find root, and as such, the regime should be in such a way that it has uh, more incentives to allow them to grow. Uh, so that they get to a level where they can be able to contribute sufficiently to the tax or to the physical requirements. So uh, on the whole, I would say there is a need uh, for the tax authorities and uh, the governments because the tax authorities just implement what has been actually uh, provided for by the legislators. So given the fact that uh, the small and medium enterprise sector needs to be supported to grow, then I would say there is need to look into uh, the threshold, the tax thresholds, so that if, for example, the corporate tax rate uh, is 30%, then probably for the entities that are starting, they could be given a lower rate of, let's say, 15% to encourage them, first of all, to get into the bracket, then encourage them to keep some capital for growth. And then when they get to a given level, then they can pay uh, the 30% like all other big companies are paying. Why do I say that? This one of the reasons why I would think that would be helpful is the level of small and, and medium enterprises that are actually formalizing and voluntarily getting into the tax bracket is low. And one of the main reasons for that is that they find that the tax regime is a little bit too punitive and unsustainable for them. So my belief is if the regime is more friendly from a rate perspective, then that would encourage many more entities to come into the tax bracket, widen the tax base, and then bring in more revenue into the coffers, but at the same time, lessen the burden because now there will be 
a bigger base of people who are contributing. So that is my general feel and, and perception. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. After more than six hours of lengthy discussions among member countries, OPEC Plus Group of oil exporting countries decided not to implement additional official production cuts this year, choosing instead to set a new and lower target production for 2024. At the same time, Saudi Arabia announced an additional voluntary cut of 1 million barrels per day in July that can be extended to help shore up oil prices after crude oil dropped 16% in the past seven weeks to an 18-month low. Additionally, all nine countries that implemented voluntary cuts in April of 1.66 million barrels per day agreed to extend the cuts by a year until the end of 2024. This move will add limited short-term upside price pressure in the coming weeks, according to projections. The long-term price development will hinge on macroeconomic sentiment and possible extension of the voluntary Saudi Arabian production cut beyond July. The pure possibility of the Saudi production cut extending beyond July will limit downside price pressure for the rest of 2023. And a quick trip around Africa, the S&P Global Ghana PMI stood at a near one and a half year high of 51.3 in May 2023 and changed from the previous month, pointing to the fourth consecutive month of expansion in the country's private sectors. New orders grew at the fastest pace since September 2021 as demand improved amid a sustained slowdown in inflation. As a result, companies continued to expand both their purchasing activity and employment and were thus able to prevent a buildup or backlog of work. Meanwhile, better raw material availability contributed to a series record improvement in suppliers' delivery times. On the price front, both input costs and selling prices slowed markedly. Lastly, sentiment around the 12-month outlook for business activity improved to the highest since January amidst hopes that prices and exchange rates would be relatively stable over the year ahead, while there was some optimism that the deal with IMF would help support activity. Standard Bank Zambia PMI rose to 51.4 in May 2023, returning to expansionary territory from the previous month's reading of 48.7. New orders and output rebounded after three months of contraction, supported by cooling cost pressures. New orders increased at the fastest pace in nearly a year and a half, while activity while activity growth was the strongest since November 2017. Inflation-wise, overall input cost inflation slowed for the second consecutive period, to a one-year low and output prices advanced to the least extent in four months, partly due to quarter appreciation. Still, employment went further down. Looking ahead, the business confidence picked up but remained below the series average. The Standard Bank Uganda PMI rose to an over two-year high of 57.4 in May of 2023 from 55.4 in the previous month, indicating a robust expansion in business activity. Output growth extended its upward trend to 10 months supported by economic stability and a surge in new orders across various sectors. In addition, employment was up for the second consecutive month in response to higher new orders. Input buying grew for the seventh month running, while delivery times improved further. On the price front, input costs continued to rise, prompted by increases in construction material, electricity, fuel, stationery, and staff costs. Selling prices also rose for the second month, mainly observed in agriculture, industry, and services sector. Lastly, businesses remained optimistic regarding the year-ahead outlook amid prospects of further improvements in demand. 
Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at the Dong.